You are now listening to the next great small business podcast. Welcome to the SME Stories Podcast, where it is all about small businesses in Canada. And here's your host, Ken Alfred. Hey, everybody. Thanks for downloading the show. I, I do really do appreciate it. So what I'm going to talk about today, it's going to be another solo episode here where I'm actually going to be discussing about business continuity planning or BCP. Now, what is that? Well, pretty much BCP in, in, in layman's terms, because I'm a layman, is pretty much what happens, like what do you have backups for any situation that could potentially happen? Now, the reason why I, meant, I created this episode actually is because on like actually right now, uh, I guess the network has gone down for my internet and cell phone provider. So a lot of the things that uh, you can do, especially if you if you work from home or work in a home office, you're very much limited with what you can do now because a lot of your stuff is, you know, I can't make any phone calls and I ha- I can't access the internet because, like I said, the internet is down. Not just our you know, our high-speed cable internet, that's not working. But also the mobile network where, you know, where you use your data, that's also not working as well. So pretty much it just got me thinking, I'm like, okay, what can we do or what should small business owners have in mind for their business continuity plans? So I'm just going to be spouting off a few different things that I think maybe we should consider, okay? So one possible continuity plan you should have is for power outages. Okay. Now, as not infrequent as those are, because it's not like we are getting here, especially where we live in Ontario and Canada, we're getting rolling blackouts or we're restricted with, yeah, we don't have rolling blackouts or anything like that, brownouts, whatever you want to call it. So a lot of the stuff that I think we just take for granted is what happens when the power goes out. Now, I think maybe a couple of months ago, we had a storm here uh, in Ajax, where, we, where we're from. And it seemed like it came out of nowhere. We got a little text notification that, oh, Environment Canada is going to say there's a severe thunderstorm. Well, I didn't think about that, right? So I thought, okay, sure, whatever. And, it, it, you know, I think this was like maybe around maybe around noon. And uh, I think it was just my son and I at home and my wife and my daughter, they were actually coming back from their jiu-jitsu martial arts classes, right? So it was just my son and I. And, you know, I decided to lay down because I was a little bit tired. I took a nap and then I got this buzz. And usually when you hear a buzz on your phone, uh, it's usually like an Amber Alert, like a missing child. But this time it came out again. It was a severe weather warning, which I looked at it. I'm like, okay, good to know. And I said, I think it was, it was like a, maybe a 15 minute, uh, where they estimated it be 15 minutes for it to actually come. So I thought, okay, well, you know, let me just be safe because I usually like to leave the windows open just to let some, and you know, just let the air flow through because especially now we're in, we're, we're in the summertime, it can get really hot. So nothing worse than going into a really hot car. So I keep it open. And I think the day two was, uh, we had our yard waste bags out as well. So I thought, okay, well, I don't want to get those wet. So I brought them in, closed the windows and uh, laid back down. And then I got another notification because when you get those notifications, you don't think too much of them. You're just like, okay, sure, maybe. But this time there was another one that said it was going to happen in like five minutes. So I think it said it was supposed to be 12.15 and now it's supposed to be like 12.30 or 12.45. So I thought, okay, not a big deal. So I was there. I was just happened to watch. I was watching TV. And then I, ha- I looked to my, and I'm in my bedroom here. And I look, I look to my left where our window is. It is now almost almost like tornado storm gray 
And I've never seen a tornado before, but it's that really dark type of look that you're that you're seeing. So I'm like, that's weird. And what was what I noticed is that the pigeons who are normally on our roof, they were starting to fly off our roof. And next thing you know, man, here comes the the thunderstorm. Here comes here comes the you know the rain and all that sort of stuff. So it it really hit. Now I'm looking at it. Now the street lights are rocking back and forth lot of leaves flying around and i was like oh wow and i thought about it I'm like it almost looks like a tornado right so i made sure my son was you know he's doing okay and uh what i didn't realize is that around that time the power went out now i didn't think too much of it because first off i think uh sorry i was i was watching a little bit but then i went back to sleep but i was just when i woke up and i saw the thunderstorm and this really dark loud really ruckus wind I thought, uh, okay, I, I went downstairs to check on my son and he's already, he's playing on my tablet. So I'm thinking, okay, there's, there's power. I didn't realize that we actually lost power until I looked at the stove. The TV wasn't turning on. I'm thinking, oh, this sucks. Oh, well. So we were out of power from about 1 p.m. till almost midnight that same day. Now, if you think about that, yes, as rare as that happens, what do you do in that situation, right? And the worst things that happened too here was I had a few friends who had their windows slightly opened and it just got tore up by the storm. They're costing $1,500 to actually put the windows back, like just to get one window to be put back in. And one of my, one of my really close friends, unfortunately, they left the window open. They were playing at a baseball tournament. So when the storm tore the window down, the, it was letting all the rain in. And what really sucked, it was the master bedroom and it was carpeted. And they were vacuuming and air, whatever, drying that thing for about three days. So that was really horrible. So wh- wh- how does this come into a picture? So do you have backups as a small business owner for, let's say, power? What do you do? Right? Well, here's just a few simple solutions that you can think of. One, backup generator. There's plenty of backup generators you can do. And especially for your home office, you can probably, like I said, even though I'm not, a, I'm not an accountant, if you buy a portable generator and you have a home office or any business, you can probably write that off. Now, I think I've seen some that can do the, like for a couple of thousand dollars. I'm not, I'm not talking those, those portable generators that, uh, you know, that like to use, so let's say they pressure wash their cars or something like that. I'm talking like an actual uh, generator that is almost like fixed to the side of your home or something fixed to the back of your office building or retail shop, whatever you want to call it. I'm talking about those ones. Now, those ones could range maybe between, I'm just spitballing here, but I think I've seen some for about almost four or $5,000, all the way up to ten dollars or $12,000. So that's one solution you can think of. Practical, maybe not for some people, but it's definitely something to consider. Okay. Now, if you're in a home office environment that you're not in a retail shop, so there's more for home office kind of thing then if something goes out do you know where the closest work shared workspace is right i think there's someplace called the work hub or those other type of shared office spaces that you can go to and you can pay either monthly or maybe there is something that you can pay ad hoc so this thing happens i could at least bring my laptop with me maybe my podcasting equipment with me i can find an office space and I can use it so I can record a podcast. I can, can maybe do an interview. But if you're like a home person where you're doing like consulting and you're working on 
presentations or multimedia stuff that maybe you can go to a shared office space, pay out of pocket on occasion, or maybe for some people that don't like the home office and actually prefer to have a, a real office that's away from the home, that's something to consider as well. So those are a couple of different options from, okay, what do you do if you have no power? Hey you, do you need a voiceover? Well, look no farther. Northway Capital Group has your answer. Commercials and explainer videos, AVR and voicemail, health and wellness, corporate training and e-learning, announcements, documentaries and biography. Contact us on social media or email us at northwaycapitalgroup at gmail.com. So another option we could have for business continuity planning is, okay, what happens if your computer or laptop goes kaput? Unfortunately, Mrs. K, for one of my work computers, uh, she wanted to borrow it because she wanted to type out something. I don't know. I think because she works in the hospital setting and sometimes she gets these uh, summer students that comes in. So a lot of times she'll type out evaluations on how these students are performing. So she decided to use my work computer. Well, she decided to have a nice sweet drink, carbonated, spilled all over my work laptop. It was able to last one day, and then I had to get it replaced. I even lost to my work, like my day job work. That was still something that, okay, what if that happened to, let's say, my business laptop that I'm running for my own business? What do I do then? Well, what about all the files that I had saved on my computer? What about the applications that I had running? What, do, what happens then? Well, there you go. What, what, here's another simple option is obviously backing it up on the cloud. Dropbox, Google Drive, OneDrive, I'm sure there's plenty of others. So having those files in place, whether it's client files, your own business records, your tax records, having it on a cloud system. Now, especially for some of the bigger ones, then I feel that there's probably more security in that. And if you go to some maybe mom and pop shop that tries to offer a cloud service, then I'd be a little more, I'd scrutinize it a little bit more because at least with some places like the Dropboxes, the OneDrives, the Google Drives, there's some pretty big dollars and financing behind that that I'm pretty confident that uh, your stuff is pretty safe from that perspective. Either case, do a review on that. So how do you back up your files and important applications? Back it up on the cloud. Now, for those, uh, I'm not a super techie guy, so I'm not too sure if, if you have, let's say, some specific software, if you can at least save it onto, I, I think you could save it. Now, I don't know if you can run it from the cloud, but at least you can save an application. So let's say my podcast editing software, putting it, backing it up so that should something happen to my computer, and let's say for some reason the company I decide to use goes under, but the application was still really good, that I can't get the application anymore and I don't want to pay more money for something else, that having backing up that copy of the application probably will help. So that's probably something you consider as well for your business continuity plan is what to do when that happens. So storage devices. Yeah, that's another thing you can do as well. Not just back them in the cloud, have a desktop backup system, right? So those external hard drives that we're talking about was a thumbnail or those mechanical ones that you can plug into the side of your computer. Some require power sources, some don't. So it's almost like having triple backups of things, something on your computer, something on a hard drive and something on the cloud. You really want to try to protect yourself, back them up on disk or not. When I mean disk, I mean like a DVD. And even those are considered almost passe nowadays because I think most new computers and laptops, they don't even have a DVD drive anymore. 
If you still have it and you're so old school, that's another backup method you can have. So we talked about uh, shared office space, we talked about purple generators, and for software, we're talking backing up on the cloud, backing up your stuff on uh, an external hard drive. What about your equipment? I'm not talking just computers, but let's say you have different types of equipment. So I'll use my case in in my example here. So my mixing board that I use to record the podcasts, my microphones. So all these things, what's one thing you can do to make sure you're backed up with this thing? Well, one, to protect them from getting damaged, maybe consider an extended warranty, right? Especially if it's several hundred dollars worth of equipment that you're getting. And I'm going to mean several hundred dollars. I'm talking about just for one piece of equipment. It could be several thousands of dollars when you add all the pieces of equipment together. But one, when maybe you purchase it, that you have some type of warranty on there, maybe an extended warranty for damages in case something happens. Another situation you can consider is making sure to have an insurance policy for all the equipment that runs your business, right? So talking to a business insurance agent, snapping photos, you know, showing serial numbers of every single device that you use, every piece of equipment. I'm not talking like the notepad or the a receipt for, you know, a stapler or some writing utensils. But I'm talking like if you have a lot of equipment. So I'll use my case, for example, I have my mixing board. I have several microphones. I have web cameras there that are 4K. I have, you know, external speakers that are external monitors. I also have actual audio monitors because especially for podcasting, when a lot of people know that, they try to podcast with, you know, the speakers that you buy, you know, through a Best Buy or whatever that, uh, that they listen to music on which I do occasionally do, but for, especially for audio, especially for clean audio, you want to have monitors, specific monitors, not speakers per se, Uh, because speakers, they added some processing in it already. And when I'm working on a raw file, I do not want processing added to it. If I want to add processing to anything, I'll do it myself, right? But, But then I don't want that already on there because if I assumed it sounds great and then I send it off and I post it online, the people, my listeners, it might not sound as good. So at least if I know if it's raw, there's no processing adding to it, it sounds horrible, I can then add it on my end and then I know, okay, there's no filters on these speakers that I'm using or sorry, monitors, now we should be processed, right? But anyways, back to it. Web cameras as well, all these different things, making sure I have businesses that has all that thing covered that should something happen, let's say a house fire happens, unfortunately, and my equipment, I lose all my equipment, at least I have that documented as well. So business insurance for anything that happens for your equipment is something you should definitely consider as well. Like I said, talk to a few different business insurance agents. You can use the ones that we talked about on a previous episode. I, I'm forgetting the name right now because of many episodes ago, but uh, I think that was, I think it was called True Shield. I believe was the one that was there. And like I said, I'm not a, it's not a sponsorship. Uh, they, don't, they don't sponsor the episode. They don't sponsor the show or anything like that. But that's something you can consider as well, that making sure you have documented, you documented all of the equipment that helps run your business. So that's something you should consider as well. So I think that's all I can think of right now, actually, as I'm just here spitballing it. And I planned it out a little bit, but I just kind of, you know, when an idea comes to mind, you want to make sure you can come up with something. And I didn't want to make it too complicated. So we will keep it simple for the average layman like myself. So what happens if the power goes out? We've addressed that. What happens if your, like your laptop goes out or computer goes out? Where do you back up your files? That's there. And also, should something happen if, let's say, there's an earthquake or a house fire 
or any type of natural disaster that all your equipment is damaged and gone. Do you have a small business story to share? The SME Stories Podcast is looking for entrepreneurs to share their tales of success, failure, and everything. If you're interested in being a guest on our show or know someone would be a great fit, please contact us at northwaycapitalgroup at gmail.com. That's northwaycapitalgroup at gmail.com. We talked about having extended warranties for some damage, but then also having a business insurance policy that will have a decent amount. So try to remember, I know it's kind of hard, but to try to figure out how much you spent on your equipment will make it a lot easier because the last thing you want to do is you get a, you get a business insurance policy, something happens, and the dollar value to replace equipment does not cover how much it really costs to rebuy all the equipment that you had. Because especially what if the one you had is not around anymore and you had now have to pay you know, several hundred dollars more for the same thing. So those things you want to make sure of. So, and I guess the only other thing is what happens in this case, we talked about what happens your technology goes down and I'm talking data and internet. Well, there's not much I know you can do for that because the, the thing that's happening right now is that uh, I, I tried looking for a shared office space. Uh, it took me a while to figure it out. I was like, okay, I'm just going to maybe write it off for the day. Was that there was a lot of uh, places if you want to get something to eat, it affected the actual processing of transactions. So you could not uh, use your debit card. And I saw some places that only took cash, that sometimes some places the debit and credit card wasn't working. So the only thing is cash. And I don't know about you, but I hate carrying cash. I think I bought a couple of donuts, but thankfully I found a, I found a Tim Hortons nearby that actually was, there was no debit machine, but the credit machine, the credit cards and the cash and their Tim's card was the only ones that could work. So I got my two donuts. So maybe consider something, but the, think about this though, like how, how isolated do you feel now? Because it's one thing when you can't surf online, but if you've downloaded, you know, movies or not that I'm endorsing downloading movies, you know, home videos, maybe some programs that you have saved on your laptop or, or tablet that might get you by, but think about it, having no internet. And if you're an internet type company where you do a lot of professional services for people, that is going to be a huge struggle. Right. Especially if you work trying to, if you engage through, let's say those freelance websites that we talked about in a previous episode, Fiverr, where you're communicating with someone overseas and someone's waiting for you. And what happens if for some reason your network goes down? How do you supposed to submit your work to them? And remember, these are, these are paying clients too. So that's going to be very stressful. What happens if you can't, and the thing too, you can't make a phone call. So right now, my wife, Mrs. K, cannot call me. She can't call me on my cell phone. Now, we even have a voice over IP thing just to have a quote, uh, a separate what I call quote unquote home phone number. For me personally, I don't like having a cell phone where everybody can get a hold of me. I only want the people that I want to contact me has my cell phone number. I don't give it to everybody. So that's why we have like a home phone. So then if you, if for all these other places that call for whether it's service providers, for let's say the utility providers, the town that we're in, the municipality needs to call my kids' school. They call us through the home phone, and it's a voice over IP. That's what I have to use as a home phone. But now that's not working, so I have no way of Mrs. K recontacting me until literally that either either the internet comes back or she comes home. So maybe consider as a backup for your if your phone line goes down, should you invest in a landline as passe and as not a common thing as we used to back in like the early 2000s and even before that when landline telephones were out 
sorry, now we're out. We're a part of everyday life. Maybe consider going back to that. My my mom still has it, so she's fine. So, but now if she tries to get a hold of me, I can't. So I can't call her unless you go back to bell to pay phones, which I don't think is going to happen. So maybe consider a landline. Maybe find the lowest, the cheapest thing you can possibly imagine for a landline, just in case. Especially for security systems as well. Especially security systems that are based on your internet. Now a lot of the better ones now. They have an internet, but then they also have a cellular backup as well. So you still don't have to need the physical cables to run like a phone line, but maybe that's something you should consider as well. So, all right, guys, I think that's pretty much it for this episode. Like I said, this one was something that just was coming top of mind. Uh, I wasn't planning on doing an episode related to this yet, but it's definitely something that as business owners, we need to consider. We need to have backups for everything or at least have a contingency plan on doing it. Now, is there way more stuff? Absolutely. If you want to talk about, you know, business planning in terms of not business planning of how to strategize your business, what happens when, you know, should you pass on? What happens to your business? That should be something where I'll tell you, take an episode on that one as well. After you do a little bit more research as well, figure out what to do with your business, right? Do you pass it off to your spouse? If you're, do you make sure you incorporate and then have the board of directors figure out what you're going to do with that? Should you have it in your will or estate plan? So a lot of those different things. I'll probably record an episode on that in the future and then uh, hopefully release that to you to give you guys some ideas. So, all right, guys, that's all I got at this point. Like I said, just give us as much feedback as you can when you hear this episode. Like, comment, and share. Share the podcast episode with others, especially small business owners that uh, you know you think should start uh, thinking about these things. Because uh, like I said, a lot of these things happen when we don't plan on it, right? We, we just, we take a lot of things for granted, especially since I think 99% of the time, none of those things that we're talking about today happens. But that 1% times that it does happen, it totally inconveniences you. Because right now, I think this thing happened, I was up at 4.30 this morning, and I think I was, I was watching something on YouTube for maybe 10, 15 minutes. And then there's, it's been out ever since. And right now it is like 1 p.m. here. so. Yeah, something you should definitely think about. So, all right, guys, that's all I got for today. Hope you enjoyed the episode. I enjoyed recording it, and we'll see you on the next one. Hey, do you need an error-free website? Do you need transcription that's accurate and on time? Would you like to remove noise from your video or audio recording? Do you need a spokesperson for your business? If so, we can help. At Northway Capital Group, we are happy to announce that we are now providing website testing services, audio transcriptions, and audio cleanup, as well as spokesperson services. We would love to help you on your next project. Contact us for more information at northwaycapitalgroup at gmail.com.